like they used to before And I can't sweep you off of your feet Will your mouth still remember the taste of my love? Will your eyes still smile from your cheeks? Darling, I will be loving you Baby, my heart could still fall as hard at 23 And I'm thinking about how people fall in love in mysterious ways Maybe just the touch of a hand Well, me, I fool Dedicating this song to Sunette and her husband. Happy anniversary. Wishing you too many more years. Marital bliss. Take me into your 
Wishing you a happy married life forever and always. Welcome to another episode of Days After Dark, Real Relationship Talk. We are in Season 6. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Moments With Me. Days After Dark is streaming live on the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com, and on your non-stop party vibe station, JanoRadio.com. We have our live studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse, this is where the conversation happens. We're going to go ahead, leave our uh, leave our inhibitions at the door. Come on in, relax and enjoy. Bring a drink and unwind. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences and learn from each other. Here at Days After Dark, we believe that the building blocks of any relationship are communication, love, intimacy, friendship, and finance. We're all about relationships, period. <laughs> but of course, I have to check in with my co-hosts. Joining me tonight, I have Javette, Sunette, Rosolo, and Marlon will be in in a little bit. Let me turn this Albi Shore down. He's my, um, this is, this is our theme song for this season. For, for mm -hmm. Don't turn it down. Don't turn it down. Don't turn it down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll be sure. Yes, oh my I'll. gosh. I will Woo! be sure. <laughs> Welcome to the space, Jay. Tonight is a pretty interesting conversation, but of course, I got to check in with my co-hosts, as I said. Rosolo, <laughs> you're setting me off time. Mm -hmm. You're eating out time out of inner days. I'll dedicate this song to uh, to Sadette on behalf of her husband. <laughs> oh. It's all about love. All about love. Javet, you have me cracking up. <laughs> Let me 
get it together. Let me, Javette. You, you are, you are something else. I don't understand what. What's Javette looking at? What's, what's the problem? Check the chat. Check be, the chat. Check the chat. I'll be sure. <laughs> check the chat. Check yeah, the chat. That's why I don't come off mic when I'm singing. It's a shower singing. That's, oh that's all I heard. I was like, mm. you know I'm eating. Oh, did I move? I was, yes, I'm, I'm, yes. also, I'm also eating. I'm also eating. I'm so sorry. It tastes so good. I'm so sorry. But yes, I'll be sure to put some pasta salad, some uh, seafood pasta salad. It was, it's yes. Oh God, that I love. Albie, I love. Yeah, so, she I'll, loves Albie Shore. I went to Albie Shore that they had a concert, New Edition, Bobby Brown, Albie Shore had a concert. And I went to school in Mercer, so it was in Macon, Georgia. Macon, they, Georgia. Macon, Georgia. And so it was my friend. So there was a concert. We went to the concert, and my roommate was standing next to me, and Albie Shore came on stage, and I held her hand. I, well, I thought I was holding her whole hand. I was actually just holding her pinky finger, and I, like, bent it. I was like, screaming for him and I bent her finger she had a like a wrap over her hand the next morning I was like what what's wrong with your thing what what's wrong oh, with your wow. hand she's like you are what's wrong with my hand I <laughs> love yeah be yeah sure. yeah folks she's always loved him I yes love taking Marvel. it way back I mean I, I I can tell you her name and every, it was so bad I felt so I felt no I didn't no you I, didn't I still don't I still don't feel guilty I still don't feel guilty <laughs> I'll be sure. Sanat, once again, happy anniversary. You know, I can't find that song anywhere, but I know I'm not going crazy. I remember hearing I that song. I know the song, song you're talking yes. about, too. And happy I couldn't find it this morning anniversary. either. And I just, yeah, my dear. My, my, yeah, my dear. Sing. Something like that. I don't want to sing it. I can't go past that line. Funny enough, right? But there, you found 2020, right? You found I one. found that mm -hmm. one, and I have that one. Um, Yes. Let me go over to some research. Hold on. Let me see. Yes, I have that one. Um, I found another one and I was like, okay, I think I found it. But no, I did not. But I know the song. It says Clarest Day in My Head. I just don't know the words to it. All I remember is Happy Anniversary. And that's all I've been singing all day. I can't find the song. But... I appreciate the research. <laughs> I can't I can't hear it. Like, do I know that song? No. I don't know that one. You know it. You know I might. It. I might know it when it starts playing, but I don't. I can't recall. It's a much older song, so it's like a. I can't think of the. So that wasn't song. born I yet. Think of, probably not. Yeah, We're probably showing our age. Mm. I mean, mm -mm. I'm not that mm -mm. young, y'all. <laughs> but you're younger than us. You're younger than us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just one, maybe one decade. <laughs> she said decade. She said a whole Not a decade for that. Listen, I'm okay with that. I am Me quite too. okay <laughs> with that. Me you too. know, you know what? Yes, uh, savor your youth, Sonette. Savor it, please do. But um, <laughs> ten years, okay? She <laughs> said mm, a decade. <laughs> Yeah, it's how Alrighty. she slid it in, right? Like, y'all yeah, oh, exactly. don't, like, don't even try to come close to my age. Y'all stay up there. <laughs> y'all yeah, bitches are real old. <laughs> don't compare. That's what she said in her mind. <laughs> oh, gosh. No. Okay, wait, I'm going to find this song. Hold on. Yes, Rosola. 250, then the other one. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, Zanette. But I'm surprised that Javette, Javette, you know, you know love songs, right? How come you don't know that one, Javette? Yeah, yeah, I guess I'm too young for that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh, you know what? Um, Look, at least I didn't put 10 years on it, okay? Come on. <laughs> Marlon, you are the man of songs. Do you know the song I'm talking about? Okay, I'm going to croak one line. All right, I'm going to croak one line. Happy anniversary. Do you know the song? My dear, it doesn't my yeah. dear behind it. <laughs> 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 no. Marlon! You don't, oh Jesus, I like singing like that. Um, no, I don't. Wow, um, oh. no, no. anyway, happy anniversary, <laughs> Miss Annette. You know what? Uh, I don't know what they're trying to do to you. With I think I sing, found but... it, I think I found it. You did? Go ahead. It's by Ray Goodman and Brown. No, it's happy not that one, it's not oh, the okay. Shabab Shabab. I don't know, I just saw the title. They Shabbopping, happy anniversary, my dear. Thank you, Marlon. I'm sorry. I, I got distracted. No, no, um, that's fine. Well, let me fine. check. Let me check. I'm going to play it. Yeah, I know, you know the Tony, Tony, one? Tony version. Tony, is. Tony. That's the remake. That's the remake. Marlon, you yeah. older than me, and you don't know the song? <laughs> I'm not older than you. Don't, 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 don't go there and tell no lies. <laughs> lie, lie, lies. <laughs> I'm vintage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're more than vintage. <laughs> you know, we're going to find that song. I, I am determined to find Mama, that song. Yes. Look for Ray Goodman and Brown and see if it's that one. But that's what um, Sonette just said. Okay, hold on. I know, yeah. I'm, I'm listening to it right now. I think it may be it. Okay, let, let, let's see. Okay, what's up, Pandora? Let me see if I can find it. Pull it up over here. Okay, so Ray... Okay, where's my? See, I put my keyboard away, and now Ray Goodman and Brown. Yeah, um, the second. Okay, so it doesn't um, sound like it. It doesn't sound like it. Ray, oh my gosh, Goodman. Okay, Ray Goodman and Brown, and you're saying what's the name of that one, Rosolo? It's happy anniversary, happy. but it's not, it's not, hold it's on, not, let me see. You listen to it? No, well, hold on, my computer. Where is Delilah when you need Delilah? They're talking about Shubab, Shubab, Delilah. No. Yes, it is. That's it? Happy anniversary. Come on now. Oh, okay, let me pull it up, let me pull it up, okay. Here we go, here we go, folks. Here we go. There you go. Sorry, I found I'm it. Muted. I'm I muted. found it. I found it. I found it. Yeah. Thank you, Rosola. Thank you, Sonette. No, that's not it. Trust me, it's it. It's, I know it's it. It's it. It's it. It's it. It's it. Let's work on a new song. Okay. Yeah, work on a new song. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. I got the second ten. I got the top. Oh, you got the top though? Yeah. I'll take the bass, all right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's move south. Yes, Jay, but this is the original, Jay. This is it. Yeah, this is it. This is it. Hey, man, that sure sound good. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Really, it really sound good, man. Hey, man, hey, man what about the bass, man? Jay, don't show your age. Okay, don't show your age. He said, I heard this one. You're making me feel real old. 
this is old school music, folks. Funny how. No, this is not it. Time flies. Yes, it is. Wait, wait. Another year. It just played for me. Okay. All right. Let me let's listen. And we're still together with a love so very strong. So while we're celebrating like this, we'll take a toast to the years to come. Cause if anyone deserves to stay together out of their so thank you rosolo thank you that's Sinette. all i remember yes that's it. it oh my god Sinette, obviously all the, the everything we didn't under, we don't we don't remember the intro all that shoe bop do yeah, i don't remember, remember that, that. all i remember is happy, happy anniversary, anniversary. My, my dear, dear. I'm too but young. Then, but then when they first started this song, I did it this morning when Mom and said it. But when I heard the song, I'm like, no, this can't be it. It's it's what's this shoebop doop? This isn't it. And so I just totally did. I didn't say anything on the show. But then when you said it just now, I said, let me listen the entire song and see what happened. Because, and I heard it. Yeah, because this is the one we are more familiar with. Point, 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 baby. Know what today is.
to say thank you once again to everyone tuned in on the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com, and everyone listening on JanoRadio.com. Yes, we are off script. But that's okay, because we are celebrating the wedding anniversary of Sunette, our co-host and her husband, 14 years, and wishing them many more. Tonight's conversation is all about how women love versus how men love. Who is idealistic and who is opportunistic? Are women capable of love? Is it true that only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally and men are only loved under the condition that they provide something? We're going to have that conversation. And later on, we have In a Days at the Top of the Hour, as a matter of fact, with Rose Solo and Marlon. We're going to get started shortly. Keep it locked. beautiful song thank you tony tony tone and thank you once again rosola and sanette for doing the research i thought i was going crazy marlon not sure no you're not the only one you're not the only one you're not the only one (laughs) i knew i knew the song thank you rosola i feel better now misery loves company i know right but the thing is i think it's only you and i that know the song that makes it worse (laughs) because nobody really knows the song right so what that means I have nothing to say. Marlon, shut your mic. We don't need to hear anything from you, Marlon. Please and thank you. You can mute up, Mr. 79-year-old. Mute up all the way. We don't want to hear what you got to say. (laughs) Go hang with your auntie. Go hang with your auntie. Go hang with your auntie over there in the lakes. Go hang with the folks over the lakes. Oh, Lord have mercy. (laughs) You got to swim through the airport in FLL, though. But anyway, I missed it by one raindrop. I'm telling I you, by one I'm raindrop. telling you. Oh boy. Well, you know what we're grateful for is that there no one lost their lives. That that's so. Um, that's something that we have to truly be appreciative of. But somebody need to lose their job. Somebody mm-hmm. needs to lose their job. Do you mind cluing me in? I know this is not the news hour, but what's happening? Okay, so for last week. Um, Thursday, Friday, there was no, the airport was shut for two days because the runway was flooded. It literally looked as though you would step off the plane and into the ocean. Granted, Fort Lauderdale International Airport, the Hollywood International Airport, is three, roughly about three, three and a half miles from the Atlantic Ocean, literally. Okay. Now, with all the heavy rainfall, the runway got flooded. 
Now, somebody did not do their job, simple job of opening the canals so that the water could flow into the, um, whatchamacallit, the ocean, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of Fort Lauderdale was flooded. People lost their homes. Log, uh, what you call the, what's the name of the dealership, um, Marlon? executive with, um with cars yeah exotic cars with um the, exotic cars. yeah with the rolls royces and the bentley's those vehicles were swimming um fedex trailers were having a good the exotic cars place was swimming yeah oh yo you didn't, you didn't fish one of them bentley's oh my <laughs> gosh Oh, I should have an extra day. Oh, but my the, the thing is, people's homes flooded, people locked their vehicles flooded. It was a mess. And um, a lot of people were very upset because they're saying, Here is Ron DeSantis all over the country paying attention to things that he has no business dipping his nose into. And we have an issue here in South Florida. Um, yeah, so whenever there's going to be um, a forecast of heavy rains or a hurricane or what have you, now we know that Florida, South Florida is built on canals and all these canals lead out to the ocean, right? So they're supposed to open the locks to allow the water to flow out. Well, that didn't happen. So it's a multi-million dollar nightmare in South Florida. Now imagine the airport being affected that way. I don't think I've ever seen the airport flooded. Well, not the runway. I heard nothing. I heard I've never seen this. that. I like. I'm, I'm, this is the first time I'm hearing anything about this, and I'm like, "What's going on?" I don't watch the news. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you weren't on last week. Um, yeah. So, I mean, big things coming on government, whatever. And I'm paying attention to that, but I don't sit in front and the television and watch the actual news. Yeah. So wow. It was really distressing. Um, sad. So, but somebody going to lose their job. You going to lose your job. Somebody needs to lose their job for that. Because, and here's the thing. Yes, we're not on coffee until, but real quick, folks. The thing is this. Right now, we have an insurance nightmare in Florida, especially when it comes to um, home owner's insurance. People are paying astronomical amounts of money for insurance. There, then there are some people who, when they go to make claims, there is no insurance company to make a claim on. They have packed up and left the state of Florida because they say, you know, too many hurricanes and blah, 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 blah. So there are a lot of people left holding an empty basket right now. It's a nightmare down here. So, um, yeah. So, you know, we just hope everything gets back on track for everyone pretty quickly. But let me just go ahead and say this real quick. Thank you so much once again to everyone for tuning in to QMZRadio.com, JohnNoRadio.com, and for everyone right here with me on Clubhouse. Welcome to Days After Dark. Uh, don't forget, if you're on Clubhouse, to go ahead and follow each other. Um, I'm trying to figure out, I don't know how people get to join the club now. You know, before we used to say just click on the greenhouse at the top. So... I'm still trying to figure it out. I know people that come in and who have the red ticket, they're a guest. How do you convert them to members? I don't know. So click on the, the house name. You'll see Days of the Dark. If you have a, a pink ticket, then you should be able to join a wait list. If you're not able to join a wait list, let us know because then we'll be able to let anybody in. Ah. We don't have pink tickets, so we don't we don't see it. But if you pop into somebody else's house, mm -hmm. just click on the, the um 
the title of the house and you'll be able to join a wait list or um, request to get in. I don't know. I don't believe you did any sort of background setting up to ask a question. So there shouldn't be this matter of we'll be alerted that someone requested membership. Okay, awesome. Thank you, Sunet. Sunet is ahead of the game. Thank you. At least one of us is more familiar with that. I don't know. I'm resistant. I'm p- putting up resistance. Yes, I am. That's who Bar- <laughs> Barris Haven. Yeah, I'm, p- I'm putting up my resistance. I, yes, I don't like it. Don't like it. Don't like the change. Um, I guess that's a sign that I'm really getting older. I'm antique. I'm vintage. Thank you. <clears throat> Priceless. Thank you. But I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Javet, Sanet, Rosolo, and Marlon. And just a quick PSA, the show is streaming live on Internet Radio, and the Clubhouse replays are on. Yes, they're on. Got to look to make sure. Please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. So... Tonight's conversation is all about how men love versus how women love. Who is idealistic and who is opportunistic? So I do have some IG videos that um, Marlon shared with me that prompted the conversation. Marlon, I, I, why I can't find you now in my followers? <laughs> who are you, Marlon? Okay, I got you. I found you, finally. So I'm going to play this first clip. And this is what prompted the conversation. Far differently than women love men. Men love women for real. Women love men. Women love men for real. No, they don't. Women love men under the premise that they provide value. Men love women idealistically. Women tend to love men more from an opportunistic standpoint. Men love women far differently. All right, so that's one. And I'm, there's another one. Fucking you. Oops, sorry, not that one. Now we have Okay, all right. I have to dig up the other one. But there's another one with another man um, saying something very similar. Go right ahead to that. Oh, I came off mic. Oh, my bad. I was <laughs> typing and my finger, fat finger that. I was saying, I wrote in the chat, you, the way he, he shot her down. She's like, men, women love men for real. He goes, no, they don't. Real? Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I would not be that guy beyond that day. I'm done with him. I don't. I didn't like his tone. He knows it all. I don't like know it all. Mm -hmm. So, why are men saying women are incapable of love? Is it true that only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally, and men are only loved under the condition that they provide something? According to Google, opportunists are people who see a chance to gain some advantage from a situation, often at the expense of ethics or morals. Whereas an idealistic person is seen as one who cherishes or pursues high or noble principles and purposes, goals, etc. A visionary or impractical person, a person who represents things as they might or should be rather than as they are. It is said that there are benefits to being an opportunist, but we're going to review seven traits opportunists share, uh, courtesy of yahoo.com. So there is an upside to being an opportunist. But before I get into the list, I, I, when I heard it, 
I said, in today's landscape, <clears throat> excuse me, and I'm going to say, let us hone in on your 2020, 2021, 2022, and now 2023. And starting in 2020, because that is where we became more aware of so many different things. We started to pay attention um, more. Uh, things were coming to the surface more. We're seeing how people really feel and who they truly are thanks to the pandemic. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, there were many divorces happened during the pandemic um, for various reasons. But on social media, you're seeing a trend of it's about what can he do, what can he do, what can he do, what can he do with young girls, not our age group, um, younger than us, right? So we're young, but younger than us, the, the ones younger than us. And um, nobody's talking about building together. Uh, nobody, not the young, young ones. They're not talking about, you know, how they can put their pieces of the puzzle together and create a beautiful masterpiece. It's all about, he needs to be able to give me this, give me that, take me on trips, pay my rent, pay my car note, take me to expensive dinners. Came across a video, <clears throat> excuse me, yesterday where the man, it's their second date, um, but he had told her that he would have taken her to some, I guess, some fancy restaurant. But he decided instead that he would cook for her. The very thing that they would have ordered at the restaurant, he decided to cook. Steak, potatoes, and broccoli. A nice, nice piece of steak. The young, I don't know if I should call her a young lady, but the woman went off. She lost it. She lost it. She wanted to go to this expensive restaurant. She did not appreciate the fact that this man took the time to go shopping, prepare the food, cook the food, plate it up real nice, pour a glass of wine in the correct wine glass, might I add. Yes, he poured the red wine in a red wine glass. He took the time to do that. And she was cursing this man out. So... In today's landscape of young, young people, is this man wrong? Is he wrong? Because could it be that he's talking based off of what he's seeing on social media? I don't know. What are your thoughts before he we could, get into the list? Could, I'm sorry. He could be talking about what he's experiencing in, in the dating scene. Mm -hmm. because I don't, I don't doubt that that's how that that's how some younger women behave i see it we see we all see it you see it on television you see it in, on social media we're very materialistic right now and it's all about what they can do for us and and, and a certain age group certain age group let me let me clarify i said younger yeah what they can do for us what they can provide for us um you know, which bills they can pay, how many trips they can take us on, how much money they have, what kind of car do they drive. We're very much, especially here in the A. Mm -hmm. So I think it's it could be based off experience as well, not only social media, but experience. If he's dating, if he's in that, that, that realm, that, that dating realm, because someone has truly pissed in the dating pool. So 
and it has pissed him off and that's why he sounds the way he sounds yeah exactly okay. yeah and i would say um based on what i have seen on social media i want to say the group from 18 to 30 or should i widen the gap for a solo what about the group from 1830? Are they the ones who get upset about what he did? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Because the mature woman, more mature woman is, is going to think about what he has done. He's made an opportunity where they can talk and they can discuss because they don't have to worry about waiting for a table, dealing with a waiter interrupting them every 10 minutes. How's your meal, sir, ma'am? Would you like some more wine? Just, he's right there. They're together, just the two of them, to have a long conversation. They can take it to the couch later, watch a movie. They can be really cool and really... I mean, and if he's a good cook, he made a fantastic dinner. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're missing that opportunity. They want to go outside and show off their outfit and show off the dress and the purse and everything else. So, yeah, I... I can see people who get upset by it, but I think that was such a thoughtful plan. A really good idea. Yeah, I think so too. I would have enjoyed that. That would have impressed me. I'd be like, well, damn. Me too. Me too. I would have preferred that over going out. Yeah. I don't mind staying at home. I don't mind staying. For me, it's still COVID outside. Remember, that's my favorite word. It's still COVID outside. So um, I don't like going out that much. But, you know, I, I think. A gentleman cooking for you and taking the time to prep the same meal that you would have gotten at a restaurant, you know, steak, and th- that takes a lot. And I, if you don't appreciate that, then, you know. Now, I will say that I, w- I hope that his delivery and how he introduced it was good. Because if he said, if he'd been telling her, building her up, that we're going out to a restaurant for a long time, that could be quite a shocker. Yeah. Not saying that you should be ungrateful, mm-hmm. but it could be quite a shocker. But don't curse the man out that that's excessive yeah. i'm not like hold my mic <laughs> all right okay ladies anybody else wants to go before i get into the list i um, want to say something but yes. crystal wants to say something go ahead crystal okay thank you um i was gonna say that's how i got my husband he's the better cook he cooked for me and um he could beat any any restaurant so i i would have I would have loved that. The only problem I would have is that that it was the second date, and I don't particularly want to come to your house on the second date because to me that sounds like we're trying to lead it to another room. But <laughs> besides that, <laughs> yes, I would appreciate it. All right, thank you, Crystal. Go right ahead, Javette. <clears throat> Excuse me. All I want to say is. This day and age, you can't even put a really a real age range on it because the stories that I'm hearing, it's from 18 is to 60 to 65. My I have friends within that range. You know, th- there's no age. I think it's just people are becoming more um, selfish. I, I will leave it that way. I don't know where my voice went. Yeah, what know. happened, Javed? You burned it I, out today. Maybe I got to take some allergy medication, something going on. Is there smoke around you? That sounds like an allergy voice, like something came in around the air. Oh, it's Houston. Who knows what it is? Oh, God. oh no. You have you have peroxide? <clears throat> yeah, Gar- yeah. Yes. I'm going to take I'm going to take something. Gargle with some peroxide. 
and see if that will help you. Yeah, that doesn't sound like our Javet at all. Marlon, you got to go take care of Miss Javet. I'm on my way, Miss Javet. I'm on my way. I'm on the next flight. Oh, I love that laugh. Oh, thank you for making me laugh. From which airport, Marlon? Which airport are you flying from? I'm leaving from Miami. Okay, not Miami's from, not flooded, okay. Not from Florida. I can't swim. You're flying out or you're swimming out? <laughs> I want to fly because I can't swim. Oh, gosh. But, um, yeah. Good point, Javed. So you're telling me woman 65. All right, then. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It, with it. It, it, it's, it's what you can do for me, basically. With it's, it's a shame. It's a shame. And it's women. Okay, we're talking about women right now, yeah. but I, I've been seeing it on both sides. Yeah. All right. So uh, thank you, Javed. Go ahead, Marlon, and then we're going to get into the list. No, I was just saying I agree with Ms. Javed. Um, you can't put an age limit on it because I've heard it too, you know. A lot of them is all, I, I want to say it's selfish. And I heard men say the same thing too, as Reg was saying. Um, they just out there to get what they can get, you know. So, but I, yeah, it's, it's I, I would, I can't put an age limit on it because I hear people from I used to 18 all the way up to 60, 70, just 70. out there doing, doing it. Trust me, you'd be surprised. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I talk to everybody. You know, and, and you hear some stories or some things they say, like, you at this age still doing that? Wow. Okay, wow. then. So, you know. Okay. Yep, that's it. All right. Crystal in the put, put in the chat, uh, women now want to be sugar babies. Donald says it's all about the gram. All right. So, they well, Crystal, before you go, yeah. sugar babies at 70? <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> What'd you say? And to be a side chick at 70, you ain't no damn side chick, you're a side yeah, foul. You're a side, you're a side hen. You know, I want to have a pressure. <laughs> Marlon, mute your mic up. But, um, so there is an upside to being an opportunist, though. You know, opportunists tend to get ahead. Trust me. Um, according to Yahoo.com, they are creative opportunists. They see the world in a different light than most. Rarely do they find themselves victim to circumstance. Rather, they create their own circumstance based on extrinsic conditions. Where there is a will, there is a way. It just depends on the person's perception. They consider opportunity their private property because they know they are personally creating it for personal chance and you know that is the truth as i'm reading it read it earlier but as i'm reading it now i'm thinking about someone yes every thing became an opportunity for them to pull one over on someone else and she would on the drop of a dime come up with the most creative stories that were believable I would often tell her, you need to be in Hollywood. You're wasting your time and your talent. You wouldn't have to be out here nickel and diming. You could head straight to Hollywood and get a couple mil. They are creative. They don't go right ahead. Go ahead, Donald. 
at the end of the day, when you go through all these shenanigans, according to Javid, the frack and knuckle, um, is it satisfying? Is it like fulfilling? Um, what's the end game? For them, it is forever. Well, clearly it forever, because at 70 years old, Donald, some people are still doing it. Yeah, but I find it so shallow. Like, at some point in time, you, you get tired of the game. It's like you're going back to, to college over and over and over again. I mean, come on. You know, I, I don't think some people get tired, Donald. I think they, they enjoy what they're doing. So when they get some... to a certain age, it's like, you know, I just I, I had <laughs> enough of this. Like, I've been there, done that, like... Yeah, well, some of us probably be like that, but a lot of people out there, they is like it's just it's fun for them. It's like playing to play with somebody or doing stuff to people like that. They enjoy it's the enjoyment to them. So nobody the age, some of them just enjoy what they do, you know, and they they think it's funny. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a, I'm gonna give you a story when I finish um these the next two before we go to break, um. Number two, they don't believe in the norm. The masses have been conditioned to follow a specific set of rules as have opportunists. The difference between those who dive into oceans of opportunity and those who stay on the deck is that the latter feels uncomfortable bending rules in order to seize opportunity. In contrast, opportunists believe people can and should choose their own values which brings us to number three the ends always justify the means opportunists are viewed by critics as selfish or biased they are said to be willing to compromise quote-unquote normal values and principles in order to maximize gain they are driven by the allure of success it's hard to back down from any situation until they feel they've come out with a gain no matter the cost. They hate feeling like they've given up on something prematurely. Are we going to say what that means when we, you know, after days, in a days with um, Russell and Marlon? But just over the, I want to say Friday, speaking to someone in Jamaica and <clears throat> so she is friends with a doctor they work at the same medical facility so they hang out you know so he has a friend who is a businessman very successful businessman you know has his money divorced lives by himself and he's ready to you know step out and date again she has a she knows someone let me not use the word friend because we use that very loosely but she knows someone who has expressed her desire to settle down she wants to be in a serious committed relationship so she's like ding 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 all right got a match here He's looking for someone. She's looking to settle down. Let me see how I can put them together. So they go out on a group date, um, a casual group date, more like a group of friends going out. Um, he tells her, yeah, I like her. She tells him, yeah, I like him. 
The mistake she made, and I pointed it out to her, the mistake she made was to tell the lady or the woman that this guy is successful. He has money. So for that woman, it was like, aha, bingo, I've hit the jackpot. So um, they, they want to go out on a date by themselves, right? So, but the businessman is opting for a smaller group, probably him, this woman, um, his friend, and probably one other person. Just, you know. And she said to him, no, both of you go out by yourselves, get to know each other. So I'm sure you've all heard of this. There's a popular restaurant on the North Coast, um, Sharky's. So they went there. When he gets there, when the businessman gets there, the woman is there plus seven people. Seven people. Huh? So he says to her, let us get a table, just, you know, the two of us so we can talk and I can get to know you a little better away from the... No, 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 no. They all have to sit together. Okay. When the bill comes and I'm in my mind, that bill got to, when, you know, when she's relaying the story and I'm saying to myself, that bill has to be roughly a hundred thousand dollars easily. The bill came out to 80 something thousand dollars, closer to $90,000. When the bill came, everybody disappeared. Not disappeared and hung out in the restroom or disappeared and hung out in the parking lot, disappeared, gone. That's what she did to this man. So was she really looking for a relationship? No. She's looking for somebody to fill her stomach and the stomach of her friends. And in the group of seven people, folks, those seven additional people were two men. Two men. This a true story? True story. I am not lying. That's not fracking Donald. That's bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forget we on air. That's some real BS. What a short-sighted woman. What a short-sighted woman. This man could have been a partner. She ate for one night. Exactly. One night. Mm -hmm. Dumb. Dumb, dumb, Like, this dumb. could be a partner. Ugh. Not lying. True, true story. No, what, a story blessing, <laughs> what a blessing to that man. I mean, he, that's was, true, true. Of, he was owed some money, but that's a blessing. Another true story. Right. Another true story. I'll, I'll make this one real quick. There, uh, There's a woman, met a man. Ended up moving into the man's apartment. The man lived in a three-bedroom apartment, three-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment. Um, moved in with her son. Um, going along, going along. The man is thinking things are working out. Well, all the while, she's plotting and planning. So she keeps telling him to refinance his, you know, refinance the apartment because he owns it. So it's, a, it's not an apartment when you own it. It's called a condo, right? Yeah. So he's telling, she's telling him to refinance, refinance, refinance. 
and add her name to the title. He never did. Her plan was to get her name on the title and then to go behind his back and get get it switched out where she would get a transfer, get the quick claim deed eventually done. And yes, there are ways to get things done. Trust me, you might say, no, but you need a signature. People have ways and means, trust them, believe. So her plan was to dupe him out of that condo and kick him out. See, that's that selfishness I talk about. Keep a vile. Yes. So, are women opportunistic? You know, these things are things you used to see in movies and you're reading stories. You know, there used to be friction. Fiction. Now, these things are playing out daily. It's like the news. Yeah. But, and what is disappointing and saddens me is that not all women are like that. You have many good women out there. But as usual, it's the few that make it bad for the rest of us. But moments, if you're the man, the businessman who probably have been single for a while and decide to go back in the dating pool, right? And then you get hit by that $87,000 bill with the seven people. That a woman you were supposed to go out on a date with alone did that to you. What do you think that do to the man confidence, mm-hmm. even or trust or anything else for for a long time? Mm-hmm. It's like a brick. It is. Uh, thank you, Donald Javet. Now I understand why Dave's um, what is it? D- David's bridal is shutting down because less people are getting married. Can you blame people for being hesitant? Whoa, hold on. I'm sure I want this marriage thing because what I'm coming into is not looking promising at all. Imagine 9,000 people out of a job. Weddings are down. People are not getting married the way they used to because people's values are not based on what marriage is all about. It's more on what can you do for me? If you can't put me in a five, six, seven bedroom house right away, I don't want to marry you. No, I am not going to be going into a one bedroom apartment with you and we save for two, three or four years, whatever. So we have a sizable down payment or let us buy a piece of land and build it. I ain't got time for that. I need a house right away. I want everything ready made. So what you come into the house with tablecloths? Not even that, because we got to go shopping for that. On your money, Donald, not mine. Look at what happened with the football player. He was, that was a game of chess. That was a game of chess. Everything in his mama name. And now, what is it, Marlon? She wants to save the marriage now when she realizes that she's not going to be getting anything. Yeah. Now, because no, she, she can get half of hers now. Yeah, because, because he's going to get half of hers. So she, she, she don't want to do that. So she want to see how she can save the marriage now. 
because she realized she got to give him half of hers. <laughs> so that's why. <laughs> so everything backfire in her. Checkmate. But I want to ask a question, though. For some, you know, who's married and who's been in a relationship and still in a relationship, do you ever get a gut feeling, like, sometimes, like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to date this person, but I don't think this person is the one. I'm going to marry this person, but there's something off. So I think I'm going to do a prenup or something, so just in case it don't work out. Do we ever get that gut feeling, like some, sometime in a relationship, or you know, even you know, just just a quick question. Do we ever get that kind of feeling sometimes, like I'm dating this person, but something is not right? That's why I got married so late because I did a lot of frogs before. Mm, okay. Like you know, Hello. let's just keep it at keep you at arm's length for a while, see how it's going before you know. But not not to the point of praying up, but yeah, no, I didn't think we weren't there to need to require. I mean, he probably should have gotten praying up for me. <laughs> I'm kidding, but um, <laughs> I, I'm joking. I know you're joking. I know you're joking. <laughs> but, so um, but um, yeah, no, and never, never that far that would have. I don't. I I think married. I I take marriage seriously, so I wouldn't want to do it more than once. Yeah, that's right. Okay, all right. Because I believe some men or most men, they know, but they still go. They they still go with it. Most of us kind of have the feeling, but it's something. Why something hold us? Is it the sex? Is it the beauty? Is is something, and we just tend to go with it. But we know. I believe a lot of us know this person is not for me. Mm-hmm. But her looks, her body, or whatever it is, and we just go with it, and knowing that we're going to end up losing something down the road. It's just a, it's just a quick question, but I, I believe most of us know. Yeah, we know. All right, well, go ahead, Donald, and then we're going to take uh, a quick break. Go right maybe ahead. Maybe some kind of feeling or so, but you think you know what? As long as we in this together, we can fix it. Hmm. You know, so I may not really be there hundred percent, but I think if we work on it, and you know. We could get we could get to that stage. <laughs> All right. Thanks for asking that question. Food for thought, folks. That gut feeling. Are you listening to your intuition that's speaking to you? Or are you ignoring it? All right. We're gonna take a quick break. When we return, we have in a daze, and then after that, we're gonna continue with the list and a lot more. Here is uh Sebastian Michael featuring Wale with last night. Lauren Double M Slip and slide collab Let's get it What he talking about Know I've been a Roma But let me call you out Where you put your crown You got a little style Let me put it down until you walking on the cloud Look The time's now I'm intrigued Whenever I browse I'll be sure you get things See what I did there Slip and slide on the body until she get there I can't lie When I watch my baby Her lip gloss pop just came from the spa Hair done too But girl, that was four shots ago Now you can't believe That you did it for me But you was the same that last night 
you're just tuning in to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com. Welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, follow the moderators, follow each other, and make meaningful connections. Thank you so much for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Javette, Sanet, Rosolo, and Marlon. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on Internet Radio, and the Clubhouse replays are on. Also, be reminded that this is a safe space and a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. I can't lie when I watch my baby. Her left gloves just came from the spa. Hair done to a girl that was full. Up next, in a daze with Rosolo and Marlon. That you did it for me. Oh, you was the same. Say real with it. Talking about ain't no rapper that's alive, call for Lauren now. Now, can you deal with it? I probably run you out because I never tell a woman when my body count. Let me tell you about last night. I don't remember much of last night. How can I say it? Keeping it polite. Um, you laugh once, but she came twice. So get it right. I can't lie when I watch my baby. Came from the spot, hair done to a girl that was four shots ago. Now you can't believe that you did it with me. Oh, you was the same that last night. I swear to God, and I promise I won't tell nobody. Your promise is safe with me. I'm loving it. Girl, I swear to God, I wanna get all right it is time for us to get back to the letters <laughs> rosolo are you ready yes ma'am all right well it's time for uh, in a days what you say hold on Marlon. Hey. hold on Marlon. all right ladies and gentlemen it is time for In A Days with Rose Solo and Marlon, our relationship advice segment. We're going to go ahead and turn down Malik. Take it away, Rose Solo. Okay, good evening, everyone. Before you go, Rose, before you go, anybody oh, hear this fracas frac naka going on in Jamaica? What happened? What happened in Jamaica? 119 is out of service. <laughs> <laughs> What the crap that's going on? What the heck that can't happen in the whole entire community? All right, go ahead, bro. I was not expecting. Marlon, you lied right now. It is true. Oh my god, it is true. I got a couple of my phone. One one nine is at the service. And somebody said, "Race always been out of service." That's why so many crimes. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. Oh, 
I didn't expect that. I'm uh, so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ro. Go ahead. Let me know what you <laughs> okay. got. Okay. Okay. Wait. Give me a second. Um. <laughs> I, was I wasn't expecting that at all, Marlon. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the first letter for tonight: partners' affair sparked by perceived lack of affection. I'm so sorry, you guys. Wait. Give me a second. Oh. <laughs> Marlon, you can't do that again. You can't do that again. Oh. Is Jamaica even real? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a real place. It's not a real place. Um, so, yes, I'm sorry. Today, the first letter is partner's affair sparked by perceived lack of affection. It reads, I'm a three, I'm sorry, I'm in a three-year rela- three relationship, but my significant other, quote unquote, we'll call him Ron, is extremely cautious about emotional attachment. It took him two years to tell me he loves me or even to express any form of a serious affection. In addition, he's consumed by his job and worries about how his coworkers perceive him. He seems to be prioritized. He seems to prioritize work relationships over our relationship. Because I have been depressed by the meager affection he shows me, I began an intimate relationship with a former coworker. Let's call him Dan. Dan expresses no reservations or restraint in his feelings for me. He makes me feel appreciated, beautiful, and loved. I have strong feelings for them both and realize I've created a horrible situation. I don't want to abandon a stable, caring relationship that was cultivated over the three years, and I'm terrified that ending the relationship in favor of one with Dan would be something I'll regret later but I'm unwilling to break things off with Dan. I'd appreciate your advice, Marlon. Two, signed two-timer on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. This, this, this she watched that show um, in TLC when the, white, the, the lady have two husbands. I watched it. I watched it with so one of our she, cousins she last weekend. It was bull crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She had two husbands. Anyways, wow. I mean, I'm confused because in the beginning she says um, she receives no emotional affection from Ron. But in the end, she says she doesn't want to end a relationship. I don't want to abandon a stable, caring relationship that has cult- that was cultivated over three years. But she already said that there's. it took him two years to tell her she loves him. I'm sorry, tell her. He loves her. He loves her. And to her. express any form of affection. So So what's the stable, the loving relationship she's in? I'm, I'm just confused about that part. Yeah, I am too. I'm trying to put it together. Um, I mean, I'm really confused too. I don't know how. <laughs> hold on. Can I go so, Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, go He's ahead. there now. It took two years. They're in a three-year relationship, but it took two right. years for him to become affectionate. And so for the last year, he has He's been, been affectionate. affectionate. He's and been affectionate for the last year. Okay. Right. But because in that time, she still time. found a new, a new person. So in that two years when he wasn't affectionate, she found somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right? That, mm-hmm. that, that's what I'm trying to get. That's how, that's how it reads. That's how it reads. She found someone and she's been with this person now for a year, maybe a little bit more than a year. Yeah. That's how I yeah. get that. That's how it reads. So, so she couldn't wait. Because obviously, when, 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 Wait she for met the, the when, when she met the person, the first person, when she started dating him, was he affectionate to her in the no. beginning? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, no, I'm it took no. two years. 
So she years. knew he wasn't affectionate. Cause you have guys like that who's not affectionate from the get-go, right off the bat. They have like a lot of guys like that. It takes time for them to um, build, you know, build, and, and and because they don't want to get hurt. Because remember, when some I'm not sure if this person was hurt before, but when they when men get hurt, some of them they get hurt. So he probably didn't want to build up an affection or, or you know, start doing a lot of stuff for her until he realized this is the one for her. This is the person he wants to be with. So I think personally she should have waited and not start another relationship with somebody else because now she's confused and don't know what she wants to do because she, she's getting a, um, what basically both person right now is giving her the love she's looking for and she don't know which one to choose and she want to keep both of them so i and think she wants she you should, to choose for her i can't do that for you young, young lady it's <laughs> on you you need to choose the, the person who's gonna who makes you happy and who you believe is the one for you you have to make that decision i can't do that for you so <sighs> I can't. I can't. No. Can I say Go something? Ahead. Yeah, I got a question too. All right. I got a few. Go ahead. Don't All right. Me. So, three year. Oh, okay. Go ahead first. No moment. No, oh, no, no. Oh. You first. Moment. Okay. Go so, ahead. real quick to the chat. Um, Lakita says she's confused. Maybe he's rich. Sula says two years. I would have been left. Uh, maybe he. Maybe he was dealing with someone else, and it ended. So third year he started taking her seriously but i put in the chat communication issue um so in the first two years she realized that he was extremely cautious about getting attached emotionally right um did she have a conversation with him to find out the root cause of why he approaches his relationships or that specific relationship that way did was there any communication i doubt it because if there was communication and she had a clear understanding as to why he's being cautious with becoming emotionally attached she would not have gone out and sought affection from someone else because what i'm gathering is that she's looking for um what you call it i think it's more i don't know is it physical or she just wants to hear someone say, oh, I love you, this, this, that. But even if it, they're not being sincere. So she is yearning for something that she probably would have got from him if there was more open communication. And I'm done speaking. That's it. I'm done. Yeah, you're right, Moments, because she does say that the, the second gentleman expresses more, um, has no restraints in re expressing how he feels. Um, he makes her feel appreciated, beautiful, and loved. So that's obviously something that she was lacking that she gained from the second relationship. But my thing is, you stayed in it for two years. Two years. You know, you needed some. You know, you you there was something missing in this relationship for two years, and you sat there in it. So why, again, to your point, why didn't you say something? But Javette, you were going to say something. Go ahead. I was going to ask the question because Marlon said something that I hear from certain men, not all men, but some. 
how you hold back your emotions until you find out that that's the right person. I never understood that mindset. How are you going to be in a relationship without emotions? So Marlon, men in the room, that's, I need that explanation. That's a great question. That's a great question. Before, before I get to that, I have a different take on the, the first scenario. So she's saying for two years, he didn't provide affection. There are some men that are just not like expressive affectionately. But I get the impression that although he may not have been expressive or give her that emotional, you know, what she desired emotionally, I get the impression that he took care of her basically and he was probably good elsewhere. It's just that emotional connection wasn't there. He's probably not expressive as much as she would want to be. Now, she have this guy that is giving her all the attention. He's emotional. He's expressing himself. But I don't think he has the security that she have or is getting from the first guy who is not. So, to me, it's not that the guy is not providing or being a good mate. He probably just has problem expressing how he feels. And even now she say, I think he's even after two years, like he still has some reservations. So maybe it's a work in progress. And as moments say, you have to find out probably why that is the case. The other guy that is expressing himself and giving out what she, she desire on that front, maybe the sex is good and all that stuff, but I don't think she think he has the security or the longevity to be in a, a long-term relationship. That is why in the end she said, I think something about not giving up something that's secure. Uh, I can't remember. Not the giving up shore for unsure, something like that. Yeah. She said yeah. not giving up. Um, I'm terrified of ending the relationship in favor of one that then would be something I'll regret later. Um, yeah, so essentially, I have a strong feeling for them. I don't want to abandon a stable, caring relationship. That was cultivated over three years. Right. So a stable, caring. So he's providing for her. He's caring for her. He's probably just not the expressive type emotionally. Now, this other person probably expressing himself emotionally, but she doesn't think that that person is either stable and or as caring as the person that she is with. So maybe the, even if the person may not be expressive emotionally, they could be stable and they could be caring and they could he could be taking care of her. He's just that he does not communicate in her love language. I'm not sure. That's just my take on it. Javit will come to you just now. So Javet. Yes. Okay. Could you repeat your question for me again, please? Why do some men say or feel that they can't be emotional in a relationship? How can you have a relationship without emotions? I think that's what I just said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something like that. Uh, something like that. Um, Ms. Javette, most men, most men, they're physical beings. They're not emotional beings. It takes time for them to get, to build up their emotions, for them to, when they date someone, 
So most of us, we, we don't have time to have emotions. We just see you, we want to date you, want to sleep with you, and that's it. Nothing attached to it. So that's why, that's, that's what most men are. So that's why, that's but, why but they you, don't have emotions. So you want to keep me in your pocket until you're ready to really express yourself? <sighs> yes, yes. That's how a lot of us are, where we, we're very selfish in that, in that when it comes to things like that, where we want to keep you, but we don't, we don't want to lose you, but we don't really don't want you. Hmm? Y'all um, are confusing. Yeah. So it's, it, it takes time for, for some men to build up that emotion, especially if they've been through certain things, but it takes time. Most of us are just physical. We, we look at a woman and first go, first get go is physical. Oh, okay. She's beautiful. Oh, all right. Let me see how I can get that. And that's it. Until they find a spark or find something, what they like about you or something they enjoy with you, then, you know, you start pulling stuff out of them. But some, some of us, it takes time for us to really find that emotion. It's not, it's, I don't think but, most but, of us... But Marlon, like what that. is the reason for that, though? What is the root... Re okay, I understand you're saying that men are physical beings, women are emotional beings, and so we but, women get more attached more easily. But what is this something that men are taught? We are is not. It, that's just how you're made up? I, I don't I think get that, it. I think that... I believe that's the way we are made up, most of us. I, I don't think we, because majority of men are like that. I, I, I don't think it's, they, they, they learn. They, they might learn from home, from their, you know, who they've seen, their dad or their uncle, who they grew with. It's a possibility, but I think it's something. It's something innate. Okay. Yeah, All I right. think but so. But to, to me, the biggest problem with that is you allow someone else to come in and speak those nice words that maybe the woman is not getting from you and then you end up with this story yeah and that's yeah, true but, exactly um, <laughs> go, go ahead go ahead Donald. yeah you see the thing is it depends on how we express love right especially from a caribbean perspective we grew up as a man you provide you provide for your family, you provide for your loved one, you make sure they're okay, you take care of their needs. And emotionally, you try to stay away from that because when you get too emotional, you're seen as weak. You understand? You, you, you're soft, you're taken advantage of. So you sort of kind of guard it. You understand? That's why sometimes when you see men really get emotional and attached to women, it's very difficult for them to let go or they have problems or if, if 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 you get all emotional for a woman and that's not reciprocated then where does that leave you that leave you open vulnerable and everything like that so it's 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 a real tricky thing so because a man may not be overly emotional he doesn't mean he don't care he don't love you he will do a lot of the other stuff he just probably just don't express himself that way but once he get to that stage where he express himself that way then if you let him down too hard, you know, the next woman that come, it takes him even longer. So it's, it's a real delicate balance. But men don't usually 
get too emotional, you know. You yeah. have to learn to suck it in. That's it. You know, Donald, you made you made a very um, valid point. Caribbean men, because I have observed men from other cultures, and it's not the same. So, is it really something that's innate, or is it something that's taught? Then, I grew up like around my uncles and my grandfather. And my father was not always around. My grandfather was a loving man. You know that he provides. He's strict everything but he was just not an emotional person i have not seen him express no real emotion but he would always provide and sometimes he'd take us out to go fishing we do sports all the different stuff he's somebody that you know he, he you know he loves you but he just don't express that emotional stuff and most of the people you, i grew up around is like it's kind of soft if you get too emotional Mm. That's just how it, it seems. So you go in that mold, and you just and when you when you when you're confronted with like problems and stuff, you just have to deal with it. You're a man. That's what being a man is about. You deal with it. So a lot of us don't get out of that mold easy. And when you get a woman to pull you out of that mold, you know she has a gem because it's a different level. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So. All right, Rosolo. Are where? Where's Rosolo? So, I let me ask this question then: Do men love harder than women do when they decide to love someone? Do they love harder than women? Uh, yes, I want. I can say yes. I think myself. so. Yeah, I think so. It may take longer to get there, but when they get there, they're in hook, line, and sinker. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think I think men love a little bit more unconditionally than women do. That's that's why I think. Can I say something? Hey, sure, Lakita. So, um, I don't think it's just Caribbean men. Um, I have some friends. They used to be friends with benefits. Now they're friends because I live much farther away. But two, I've been married twice. Well, my one husband died and I married another and they're still friends and they, they circle back around and we talk. And recently one said, gee, Lakita, we've known each other for more than 25 years. What happened to us? You know, and I remember telling Darren, who is very shy and still single, um, you know, I remember saying, you you just love differently. You don't open up and you don't, because I'm, I'm very verbal and I, I talk and I share. And um, I remember asking him something, when will you open up? How long do I have to wait for you to really, you know, love me or communicate to me the things that I need? And I remember Darren scoffed and he said... Oh, Kita, we'll cross that bridge when we got get to it. He said that like 25 years ago and maybe two weekends ago, he said, gee, Kita, I see you're single again. Whatever happened to us? And I said, Darren, you were emotionally unavailable, dear. And I, I wasn't going to waste my time waiting for you to be available. And he got really, really quiet. And he was like, yeah. 
you're right. And I said, that's the reason, Darren, you're still single, you know? Very attractive. He's an actor, and, you know, he, he has it going on. But just emotionally unavailable. And he said, it's not that I'm emotional. I'm unavailable. I've just been hurt. And it takes me a long time. And I said, but you got to realize, dear, you're asking a woman, you know, to wait all that time. And inadvertently what happens is that someone sneaks in there that's speaking her language, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and she responds to that, to that language. Like his, his, one of his girlfriends was stolen right from him by a best friend that saw that he was, well, not stolen, but you know what I mean? He was doing, oh boy, was doing what Darren wasn't doing. It was short-lived, but but even now you can still, Darren still takes time. It's been 25 years. He'll call and he'll flirt around and he'll try to reminisce. And it's it's good for a minute to chat about it. And he's like, well, I've changed. No, you haven't, dude. You're still single and you're still doing the same, you know, the same thing. And you might want to venture out and not be so scared, you know? I mean, because we, we venture out, we get hurt, but but I know that he loves hard, and I know he's scared because he did love hard that, that you know, to really, really open up and and let, I, I think I'm probably about the closest one, and he's still not really open because we're not in a relationship, but as far as talking and, and bouncing things off of each other and, and, and those things. So I think with open communication, if a woman wants to hang in there for that season, you know, and 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 accept all those other things that come into the relationship while she waits for that part, but but then there's something unwatered and there's something unmet and there's something unfed. And, you know, a work husband or somebody sniffing around can sniff that out. And then you find yourself in this situation like this young lady, you know. Who's written this letter? I think. All right, all right, Lakita. Thank you, Lakita. Thank you so much, Rosolo. I'm here. I'm here. I think you said Sir Kells was supposed to go next. Sir Kells, did you have something to say? Um, I was just gonna quickly say that. Thank you for giving me the floor. But um, I was just gonna say that. I, I don't know yet. This is not a final thought because I don't know if what I'm saying is actually correct, correct. But just going off, you know, the things I've heard so far, I think women really underestimate how much men hurt, you know. Men hurt hard, you know. We don't show it. And I think that's because in society, you know, especially like a lot of the songs about, you know, heartbreak or, you know, being hurt. Uh, you know, women express it a lot more. So it's like common knowledge. So it's like, I'm not saying women expect heartbreak, but it's like, it's like, you know, like we live in a society where men are not really, it's not promoted, especially nowadays, not to be vulnerable, you know. And nowadays it's even getting to, I'd say even like the ladies as well, like no one wants to be vulnerable anymore. And everyone's got their guard up because, you know, vulnerability is seen as a sign of weakness. And I really think, like, obviously us men, you know, we always hear, you know, like women express how they feel, you know, about heartache and hurt and stuff like that. And I don't, I think women sometimes underestimate how, you know, um, 
how hurt can really damage a guy. I, I'm, I can't remember if you said, but um, Lakita, the guy that you were saying that's you know still not that open. Yeah, was he? Did you say he was a divorcee? Um, I can't Russell remember. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think like the, the impact, like you know, men don't really like to talk about it or show it and stuff. But you know, I think it really is impactful. And obviously, you know, women might see the results of it, but I think they actually underestimate how much you know how we you know. I mean, you know, like our pain threshold when it comes, you know, I think women think our pain threshold when it comes to relationships is is so much higher, but I don't think it is, man. You know, it's, I don't know, I could be but, wrong, but that's just my thoughts. But, I'm sorry, Rosolo, you wanted to go, but no, go ahead, go I hope ahead. I remember what I have to say. I put in the chat. Are men, do men hurt more because they keep it inside? And then the next thing I have to say is, with love comes pain. I don't think somebody can hurt more than the next. Hurt is hurt. But are men hurting more because they're not being vulnerable? Hmm. Yes, somewhat. And um, because we are trained not to be vulnerable. And you're trained to keep it in and you're trained to deal with it. Another thing, again, that we underestimate is that women usually have a circle of friends. You would not see a man going to his boys and say, yo, I was in love, I broke my heart, I'm in pain. No, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. So even when he's with his boys, he got to deal with that on his own. You might have one virgin that you might open up to, but it didn't happen in no group. You don't have no group therapy. You're on your own when it comes to that. And then, if you go to your group like that, then you become a punk. You become weak. You become like, yo, you can't deal with it. Nah, man, you got to man up. That so, is true. it's some more dynamics. Mm. Men don't talk to, to men about their relationships. No, like well, in the circles I'm with, if, we, if somebody speak about something, it's usually to a trusted budget. Because in the group, you don't ever trust everybody. It doesn't matter how close you are. There are some that are closer than some. And that conversation between you and your brethren is not going anywhere else. So there is no group, oh, let's rally around him and let's give him that support. No, that don't happen. For the most part, you have to deal with it. If it gets overbearing, you tell it to your trusted brethren and it stays there. And if that ever come up, you lose a brethren. Mm. If it ever leaks out, you lose a trusted friend. Wow. So you're on your own for the most part. Well, sounds like we need to change that, right, Rosolo? <laughs> yeah, I agree because I think, obviously, as we know, internalizing any kind of trauma or any kind of thing is not healthy for anyone. So definitely internalizing that kind of trauma or pain obviously makes it worse. Wow. And I agree with um, what the brother was saying. It's true. Like, even when you're having problems in your relationship, like... You know, women will talk to you know about, about it with their friends or something. Men don't like it, maybe when the relationship mash up, then like man will start to boy this and that and the other boy, you know, da 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 da. But all when the relationship was happening, 
Like there was no leaks. Like man weren't coming and saying, uh, "Why the woman give me this kind of problem, that kind of problem?" Oh, she's not do. You know, she's not. Um, you know, you. Ain't, I've never heard a man tell another uh, a friend like, "Oh, you know, like my woman, she's not affectionate enough," or you know, what I mean, like some of the complaints that you know, like women might make to their friends about you know that you know the, the treatment they're receiving or what they're not happy with or you know, what they feel their partner is not bringing to the table or, or, or giving them. Men don't really talk that with their friends, like the brother was saying. Yeah. You know, when it comes to a crash now and the relationship mash up, then you know, your friend's like, boy, what happened to that woman, man? And then, yeah, man might say, boy, you know, this and that was going on. And, you know, I've had friends like that, like, you know, long-term relationships. I thought it was all gravy. And then when the relationship mash up and the man start telling me all this and that and this and that that was going on, I was like, really? I would have never known. So, yeah, I believe, yeah, internalizing things, yeah, or, or, always makes things worse. All right. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I'm going to play no, a quick video. No, just a quick question. Quick thing, Ms. Javed said, um, because men internalize that's why maybe they hurt more. And it's a, it's a possibility. Because we internalize a lot, so it might have hurt us more. But uh, it's a possibility, Mr. Vett. Uh, and also, Javet, we don't really talk about sex like that with our friends. We might, like, you understand, like, like you know, your friends might see you walking a bit happy and say, boy, no, say, yeah, things are bad, man. You're walking about, so you might say, yeah, man. But, Man don't really sit and chat about boy, you know, last night boy, I mean they did this X, Y, and Z actually <laughs> cock up her leg side. No, we don't really talk like that. That's the point of just making That's the point of just making a chat. No, we don't talk about sex. We yeah. don't talk about sex. We, we might skim no. the surface. You might say, yeah, a general, make a general statement. Yeah. You don't get into no personal stuff. No, 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 no. What the heck y'all talk about? What y'all talk about we, then? We, 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 have, we have to clear that. We have Work? to clear it up, guys. We have to clear it up a little bit. You have to say most men don't talk about it like that. Yeah, they are. Thank you, guys. Marlon. Thank you. <laughs> you, know, okay. okay. <laughs> you have some guys out there, they do talk. About some woman, so but you know, anytime I meet, if I meet a man that talk about that, you know, like he automatically get red mark, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, nah, nah, I know you. you or you just feel maybe serious. he ain't taking that woman that serious. Yeah, like, I don't joker. think man them talk nah, about nah, their nah. wifey that explicitly. No, 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 no. You get, you get, you get red listed when you come with this stupid. Lord have mercy. All right, let me play a video real quick, real quick, and then I hand it back. Thank you, everyone. Side. Thank you for your feedback. Um, moments. <laughs> I know you wanted to cut. You were laughing, but um, <laughs> I think I'm with this lady, I, well, one of the things that I, I heard, well, mostly about um, men and us not understanding how much you hurt, but I also realized that maybe sometimes we're impatient as women, and we're trying to rush situations that need some more time. And we just don't understand that because we love differently. And I think that's key to it as well. But I think we have to understand each other's love language. I think it's, it always goes back, goes back to communication and understanding what that person needs in order to feel love and what you need to give for that person to feel and what you need to receive to feel love. So I think it always goes back to that. Um, 
but I do think we are impatient sometimes. I do. This particular situation uh, with this lady, to moments point in the very beginning, she needs to communicate and understand why he was so, you know, quiet in the beginning and did not want to. He was so reserved, I should say, in the beginning and did not want to show his feelings. Um, and that she needs to decide for herself. We can't help her decide which, whether it's quote unquote Dan or quote unquote Ron. We can't help her decide that. She needs to understand and, and decide who's best for her, where she is in life right now. So uh, that's it for tonight's Days After Dark. I thank everyone for their feedback. Thank you, Marlon. Thank you, everyone in the in the in the chat. We appreciate you. Moments. Yes, Rosolo. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for In a Daze with Rosolo and Marlon. And to close this segment out, I'm just going to play a video I came across again on Instagram. As a matter of fact, I think Marlon sent this one over to me. Um, let me let me play this one real quick. You haven't had that feeling of like like that drug under drug feeling the you, the serotonin coming through your brain like all logic goes out the window. Have you had that where you just absolutely want this person every day all day? The reality is love between men and women is not the same at all. You know, men men love idealistically, women love opportunistically. I understand the fact that as a man, a woman loves you for what you bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? Your money, your income, your income, your status, your confidence, your ambition, your cleverness. There's a whole bunch of different things that women look for in a man before they can actually love and submit and want to be with him. But for men, it's like, you know, we, we love women for real because we don't have as many requirements of You them love women they, for real? That's what you said? Yeah, men men love women idealistically. This yeah. is why breakups hurt men way more. This is why men commit suicide way more. I, like, when a man loves a woman, he loves her far harder yeah. than, than she loves him back, so to speak. This is why women overwhelmingly, uh, you know, initiate divorce and breakups, etc. And why guys have such a time, tough time getting over it. Because when a man loves a woman, he loves her for real. You haven't had that feeling. So, I think what he's saying supports what has been said so far. But I have a question. I, I mean, I don't want to. I know we don't want to prolong it. Maybe we can take. No, we may have to have. Yeah, we may have to have a part two for this. But men, men are so this. quick to move on as well. Men move on into different uh, other relationships or a new relationship of, from my experience. Do they move on though? Me. Do they really move on? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. Do they Sorry, really no, move no, on? Lord Jesus, we're on. Some, we're still on radio. Some of us don't. About, mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do they really move on? We. It may look as though they have moved on, but the truth is they're probably just filling gaps, but still thinking about what happened to them. So they will. You'll see them this week with Sarah. Next week with Sally. The following week, Samantha. And you're like, damn. Remember, a lot of women, a lot of women are seat fillers or, 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 or pillow warmers because a lot of us men realize we have made a mistake. But a lot of us don't know how to, we cannot be alone. So we find ourselves, we find ourselves a pillow warmer and hoping that the person who get away will come back, hopefully. So a lot of women is pillow warmers. Yeah, you said pillow warmer, not pillow princess, right? Pillow. <laughs> no, 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 princess warmer. <laughs> pillow warmer, indeed. Yeah. So, Rosolo, have they really moved on? And now that's the question. That's the question. Yeah. yeah usually, it's a front. You know, it's just well, a, it's a, like Marlon says, it's just a placeholder thing. Like, you know trying to replace what you lost you know you ain't replacing it fully but 
you know, you, I don't know. As I said, man, man's not made to be alone, in it. So, so, you know. so let me ask a question then, Rosolo. Based on what you're you're asking and listening to that video, the second video that was just played, and uh, the, the consensus is that men love harder when they decide to love you they love you they may not be emotional beings right but they love you they're gonna make sure you are okay they're gonna protect you provide for you be there for you support you yada 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 ah could that be the reason well he alluded to it well there is suicide but could that be the reason that they're so hurt that that's why if you can't be if you're not going to be with them you can't be with anybody else so they're going to kill you is that the reason i think that's where the mentally not for most men i think that's the mentally disturbed ones but yeah yeah we we saw that happen recently with um ricky trooper's daughter so hmm. i i feel that they can snap I, I was in a relationship whereas this was my high school relationship that went into college and I broke it off because mentally we just weren't on the same page and when I told him that I was breaking off with him he could not fathom it he could not see it and it was just me and him in my house and I had asked him to leave and he wouldn't leave. So I said, okay, if you're going to leave, if you're not going to leave, then I'm going to leave. He would not let me leave the house. I tried to put on my shoes. I tried to put on my coat. He would not let me leave the house. Now, can y'all imagine walking down the street at night which I ended up getting out of the house, but with no shoes and no coat. And I had to go to a phone booth. This is when we had phone booths. I don't think we have phone booths anymore because he wouldn't let me use my phone and call my girlfriend to ask her to come and get me with her boyfriend because he just snapped for some reason. He just could not fathom that we weren't going to be together anymore. And he was not a violent person. And he's not a crazy person. We're actually still friends because it was my first love. But something about me telling him that night that it was over just did not work for him. Mm. You know, Miss you know, Miss Javed, I have to say something. A lot of men they don't like when a woman break it off. They want to do the breaking up. Hmm. They, they they don't like it's like uh what's the word I'm looking for? It's like, you know, I don't wanna say ego, but it's like when a woman break it off for them, they first thing click in their mind, if you're gonna leave me or you have somebody else, um I'm like treating you right. It's 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 something click in their head like what did I do wrong? Why you wanna leave me? And some most men get upset over that, and they get angry because they can't understand why you want to leave them, why you want to break up with them, and they, everything plays in their head. And for some of us, not all, so they don't like when a woman break up with them. Most of us, 
there's something just trigger in their head and wonder what the heck did I do wrong and what's going on. So, yeah. Why do we want to be in relationships, people? Hmm. Can we can we change this conversation around? Because y'all depressing me. No, 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 no. But yeah, no, no, no. We no, can change it. Change it around. Change. That's fine. Why, the, which, which is a significant question. Why do we want to be in relationships if we don't want to be vulnerable? If we don't want to be hurt? If we don't want to express ourselves? If we just want to be selfish until you find the moment that you want to express yourself? Is it because of what Sir said? Because a man need a woman or a woman need a man? I, I, I'm y'all confusing me tonight. I don't even know why I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling some type of way right now. That's alright. Okay, let me let all me right. say it's one of the right. issues you're feeling, Jabbit, right? With the point Marlon made earlier, you're in love. The woman leave you or you break up. So you find a placeholder, you know, a pillow warmer until hopefully she come back. Now, during the time you're with this pillow warmer, she started getting feelings for you. So the minute time she started to get overexpressive and try to get close to you, you run. And she was like, what did I do? Like, why did you break up with me? It's because you were not the one. You were just a placeholder. So when he realized you're getting too deep into this and it's getting too emotional, and maybe he don't want to hurt you too bad. So you say, you know what? It's better I leave now. Because if I stay, it will get worse. That's that's one of the situations. Donald, where are you? Okay. But Donald, I think it's sometimes y'all wait too long for that moment. Yeah. If you know the person is a placeholder, then, you know, treat the person as a placeholder. I mean, we're most of us have strong enough feelings to understand and we can make our decisions accordingly. But when you have us, what's that, the, the substitute in the relationship, is that what we always say? Mm-hmm. When that person's in there, we get confused. And so we don't understand we're a placeholder because you're telling us things that make us feel comfortable within in the relationship to expose ourselves more and start having those feelings. We but wouldn't have those feelings some, if we didn't feel some, open to have the feelings. That's what some people do. I don't believe in that. I believe in putting the cards on the table and you decide to play the hand or not. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. You choose, but you know what hand you're playing up front. I agree you with you, Donald. That's how it is supposed to be. So, it's- remember that, too. Is, that is seen as cruel. That is seen as, oh, you're insensitive. Uh-uh. But I say, listen, no. this is the card I'm playing. If you want to play, if not, so be it. We're still cool. If Some you're, people don't do that. Donald, if you're a travel partner, you're a travel partner. If you're just for sex, you're just for sex. If you're just for me to talk to, you're just for me to talk to. I We need to lay the cards on the table. I'm right there with you because the stringing uh, along like give, is foolish. I like to give people options. Give yeah, but options. the problem you is, choose. yeah, but the problem is, like, yeah, you see, like, mature gentlemen, like, Donald and, you know, Marlon or myself or... We've gotten to that stage where we're mature enough that we can be on, open and honest with women and let women know what time of day is, yeah? But you see, especially growing up and coming up as a young buck, your, your experience teaches you that women, you know, to tell women like, that you get more of a response if you tell women what they want to hear versus what you, what you really should tell them. So I think that's where it all goes wrong. But I think as you mature, you learn that 
obviously that's not the responsible way to go about things. So I think that comes with maturity and and and, and wisdom. But I think, yeah, in, in in your younger years, you don't really realize that. Um, some guys do. Some guys have it like that, and they can walk on water. They can tell women the most ugliest truths, and you know. But but that's a minority. The majority of men get by by telling women what they want to hear versus what they're supposed to tell them, you know, versus the reality. Because especially like in the world we live in, that's what we've been shown that that's what women respond to, or to get the best results, you tell a woman what you what what they want to hear versus you know the the, the real. So Is it what we want to hear? Is it what we want to hear or, or is it what you're going to tell us to keep us as your pillow princesses? Mm, good question. That's a good one, Mr. Vick. Um, the thing is, though, Mr. Vick, sucks, but most men, we are selfish. We want a cake and eat it too. And that's the problem with a lot of men out there. We are very selfish and we don't know how to just, as um, Daniel and Sir was saying earlier, just go and tell a woman the truth. Hey, I just want to have sex with you. That's it. Let the woman make the decision if she wants to do that with you. Because if a woman really like you and she want to have, she's going to do it. You can't stop a woman from having sex with you. But be honest with her from day one. Let her know where you stand and what you want from her. Let her make the decision. But a lot of us can't do that. We won't do that. Even most men is not even going to tell a woman they're married. Most men don't tell women they're married because they just keep want to be that player and do what do stuff and, and walk this woman in and, and trying to hold on to them. And it's wrong. You know, so I don't know. I don't know. So Javette made a great point in the chat. It circles right back. So if we're going to be selfish, why do we want to be in a relationship? We have to understand that relationships require us shedding that coat. You can't go into a relationship. If you want a genuine relationship, if you want a relationship that is real, if you want a relationship that is going to demand work and effort and commitment and dedication and understand that it's a roller coaster, you're going to have your ups, you're going to have your downs, you're going to have to adjust your sails as the storms blow, but at least you know you're doing it together. Why are we going, going into that? Why do we want that? Or are we being opportunistic? men and women are we being opportunistic are we going in there because i need a house to live in i need a bed to sleep in i need a car to drive i need to be able to go to dubai i need to do this need to do that but it's never it's all about what i need not what about what we both need to be giving to each other most most relationship is one-sided most and you're right if you're not, if you're not gonna be vulnerable, vulnerable, oh, I can't even say the damn word. If vulnerable. <laughs> in a relationship, don't get into a relationship with um, somebody. It's, it's it's not a good thing. And you're right. A lot of us are opportunists too. 
you know, yeah, because we want somewhere women. to live. Both men and women yeah. are. We both are. I mean, I have, I have a friend like that right now, and they, him and his wife, they both opportunities. They see a way to, um, to win, and they and 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 they both using each other. So now they both get what they wanted. So it's time for them to get a divorce. So I could, if I could speak on that, I remember back in the day, like being alone terrified me, literally terrified me. So you would have your girl, and you always have somebody you're flirting with, somebody just on the side, just in case when you break up. If I went a month without a woman, I was like, ah, what's going on? Then tell me you're young, you think you're all that, and it's just that. So it's not until there was a time I got a serious breakup with somebody I was really in love with. And I had to take some time and take like a six months to literally find myself. And before that, it's the first time I actually started to find myself. I was terrified of being alone. Like, I don't know why. You understand? So I can imagine people you're hurt in that situation. What if people never get out of that? I just never knew what it was like to be alone. Because you always feel like you're, you're young, you're all that, you're a superstar, playing football, doing all the other stuff. So you always had somebody on your arms, more or less, you know, and it's, as you start to take time for yourself and learn yourself and understand what's going on, you start, to, you start to mature and you start to get a different perspective of life. But I put it down to something that you grow out of, you understand? Now I couldn't kill us. I love myself if you don't love me too bad. That's why I could afford to say, okay, this is where I stand. And if that's not what you're looking for, then we're cool. You're nothing personal. Mm-hmm. But I know back then, I was literally terrified being alone. All right. Hold that thought, Donald. Going to do the on-air wrap-up, and we're going to be back to continue the conversation in the after show. Bear with me one moment. Tonight's conversation was all about how women love versus how men love, who is idealistic and who is opportunistic. Earlier, we began reviewing seven traits that opportunists share. And so far, we covered they are creative. They do not believe in the norm and the end always justifies the means. We're going to continue the conversation next week. So join us for part two 
of this conversation when we explore the other traits that opportunists share and we also need to talk about the idealist in a relationship that great conversation and more music will follow next week monday go ahead and set your alarms for 10 p.m eastern listen live on janoradio.com qmzradio.com and if you want to be a part of the conversation please join us right here on clubhouse thank you so much for coming to days after dark it was certainly a pleasure. Of course, I have to give a big thank you to my co-hosts, Javet, Sanat, Rosolo, and Marlon for joining me tonight. And a big thank you to the studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. Tonight's episode of Days After Dark was streamed live on the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com. For quality music while you work or play, log on to www.qmzradio.com for that good music to get you through your day. Download the Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. Coming up tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, join me and the crew for Coffee Until World News on the Go. Live on QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com. Live conversation right here on Clubhouse. And The Rose Solo Show goes live at 7 p.m. Eastern on JohnNoRadio.com, QMZRadio.com, ViscosityBlend.com, and WKRISCoffeeRadio.com. Thank you once again to all our listeners on QMZ Radio and Jano Radio. This is Moments with Me signing out. This was a Moments with Me media production. All right, Clubhouse, I am back with you. Donald, thank you so much for your patience. Please continue. No, no, I was, I was finished. Oh, you're finished? <laughs> yeah. uh, I just want to say, any, 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 any other man in here drink Bud Light? Okay, what's up with Bud Light, Marlon? Because you don't just ask questions for the sake of asking questions. Oh, we can't yeah. drink that, man. Stop nah, drinking Bud Light. I don't like beers. I don't like beers. All right, good. I'm glad. Because it's making Bud Light put something in the... I know this is a serious thing. Put something in the, in the Bud Light... To make man feminine more, you know what? Make Marlon? man feminine. Where you get that from? Tell you, tell you, we can't drink that, man. <laughs> Where you see that, Marlon? Please, where did you see that? Uh, I, a friend of mine told me that earlier, and he, he's going to send it to me. So he ain't sent it yet. Yep. Anyways, keep going. Didn't Afro say uh, that this morning about Bud Light? Yeah. I was, he said that this morning? I, I didn't hear that part. I must have been out the room at the time when I got kicked out of Clubhouse. Yeah, somebody yeah, said I that to me earlier. Yeah, I could have saw Afo. If if it wasn't Afo, it was James, because you know them too. They... <laughs> <laughs> Where's James? I saw James pop in. He was here earlier, right? He left? He didn't want to he talk about it. Yeah. It was his anniversary. He he was probably out with his wife. Remember, for me, it's way earlier. 
Oh, so, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Oh, so. All right. <laughs> All right, James and James and James. I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to mess with Miss Senate, but I can mess with James. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, James, James has me cracking up sometimes, man. Listen, James, my boy, both James and Afo is my boy. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Afo was this morning. He changed his speech. He wasn't like you know. (laughs) (laughs) Lord of mercy, let me tell you. I was dying this morning, dying, dying, dying. But, you know, Donald, you you made a valid point in the chat. We all have to do some soul searching. Even if you are in a committed relationship, it's okay to do that soul searching. Check in with yourselves. And the reason I'm saying, even if you're in a committed relationship, a relationship that you're dedicated and committed, so on and so forth, because we all evolve. We all change. We all go through phases. We all yearn for different things at different stages in our lives. Because remember, even though we are a couple, we're still individuals with individual desires and needs and wants. And so we have to, you know, check in with ourselves. And then after checking in with ourselves, check in with our partners because you want to make sure that you are still aligned. And if there is any gap, you can fix it. The thing is not to ignore the nuances. Do not ignore those little gaps. Do not ignore those little pebbles because eventually they become mountains. And that is why communication is so important. It is the first building block for days after dark. Right, We say our building blocks are communication, love, intimacy, friendship, and finances. Communication is important. It is nonstop. It's ongoing. You can never stop communicating, but you have to be communicating with each other. You have to make your thoughts known, your feelings known, and both parties have to be willing to be vulnerable if it is going to work that's if that's the relationship you want all right go right Listen, ahead go ahead Donna. i am um, i went back to my email i was looking for some information the last time i went back to my email and put up on some blackberry chats so you know blackberry oh lord days, that's way back you. I'm yeah. you're old man you're old yeah yeah man don't worry about that but some blackberry chat then time my blackberry brand new and i think i they had the latest stuff but you had to back it up <laughs> but anyhow it's a relationship that didn't work out right and i looking back at myself and reading back these messages and i was like how did this was toxic these conversations were so off I mean, and them time I think I'm giving all, I'm doing so much, I'm the best person I can be in the relationship. And when I look back at it, we was on such different levels. I didn't understand anything she was saying. What I was providing is not what she needed. That was not her love language and vice versa. So as much as I think both people was trying to give their best, and you might say communicate, the communication was so off. The There was no real connection when I look at it. 
And I was like, this could have never worked. And now you can look back in retrospect and they could see it. But at the time, it's like, what am I doing? I'm giving so much. It's like, she don't care. And she's like, he don't care. And reading some of my own messages and stuff, and I was like, damn. It's like, there were times, for instance, I could say that she was like reaching out literally for help. You could say that. But I was not seeing what she wanted. And everything I was providing had nothing to do with what she wanted. And vice versa. You know? So, and that really sort of helped me with some perspective. So now I, I look at things a little differently. And I grew, you've grown over the years and stuff like that. You know, but um, yeah. So sometimes we talk about communication. But sometimes we're speaking to each other what we is in different languages. True. But, you know, Donna, let, let me go back to something that Javette put in the chat. Um, because I'm, I want to go back. Okay. So Javette asked, when do we change this dynamic? And I'm going to use that question to put it to, when do we change how men are taught to express themselves how can we be effective in making that shift because we are fully aware that there is a big difference right and some of it is cultural because we're taught not to express who we are you know men that is are taught not to express who they are toughen up your can't make them see you do this or you can't do that otherwise i'm gonna call you weak so on and so forth how can we change that? Who do we task with changing that? And I say we have to task parents, both mothers and fathers. And if no father is available, we need a male figure who understands the importance of emotional intelligence, who understands what vulnerability entails, who understands the importance of men being able to express themselves so that we can have a reduction in the crimes against women because men become so enraged when a woman says, I don't want to be with you anymore. And we also need to have a reduction when it comes to suicide because suicide is higher amongst men than it is amongst women. And a lot of it is all because of suppression, not knowing how to handle these various emotions not knowing how to deal with the word no so we have to change the way we parent if we have already raised our children and we now have grandchildren well let us see how we can shift you know make a make a change what are your thoughts on that but you see um it's, that might be a good point. And I think, like, the balance of the world today, the relationship with our, our sons or our daughters is different to how our parents was because we had to go through some hard lessons. But another thing you're looking at, too, you might be doing that at home, but society is shaping a different individual. So when everybody that takes part in a race gets a trophy, then you never learn to lose and accept losing and, and and train and come back harder and do what you had to do. You don't want to do it with rejection because everybody always wins. So then everybody always gets what they want. 
So how do you shape those individuals when life really hit you? You know, so it might seem as though this is just about, oh, a trophy or whatever now. Oh, you participate so you get a trophy. But I know for myself, being dropped from a team, I was like, you know what? I want to play. So I will train. I will get up in the morning. I will do what I don't want to do because I have to be on this team. Going out there when you think you have the best team and getting beaten by one of the weakest team in the league. You had to learn to deal with those things. And the more we take away those things from the fabric of our society, the more we put people in position where they're, it's more difficult for them to deal with adversity, you know? Hmm. So all them things plays into it also, you know? Oh, boy. We, 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 we're going to have to make a concerted effort to start the, the campaign of change somewhere we recognize the issues donald we recognize that there is a need for change we recognize that we need to have better outcomes so that we can stop hearing the sad stories so with recognizing all those factors we now have to get up and now be proactive start doing something and i think there can be a change there can be, you know, a different outcome. So too with women. Now l- let's shift the lens to the women, because men are saying that they are idealistic and women are opportunistic, and they're saying they're opportunistic based on what they're seeing on social media, what they have encountered firsthand. And I'm learning tonight that there. I was saying ages 18 to 30, but now I'm learning up into 70s. The opportunistic mindset. And not all women, don't get me wrong, but unfortunately, too many women have that mindset. So now we, as parents, and those of us who are grandparents, have to make an effort too, to retrain these young children coming up we have to for them not to be focused on me 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 get rid of the selfish trait and understand more of what it is to work with someone teamwork right so we have work to do. Yeah, you're right, too. You're right. We need to, um, as I always say, everything starts from home. So a lot of us men and women, we are set in our ways and we don't want to change. But we know right from wrong. And I think we need to start working on our kids, our grandkids, um, put them in the, on the right path, um, how to treat someone, you know, how to deal with life, how we have to start telling her kids and grandkids no, because that's a big, um, that's a tough two-letter word to hear because a lot of us don't like to hear no. And when we hear no, it's like one of the worst things to happen. And we get so angry and, and get so crazy and stuff or we have to learn to deal with disappointments. So we have to 
teach our kids from early about disappointment. So if you're disappointed, it's you know, as your parents tell you, somebody disappoints you is for a reason. You don't know why, why they disappoint you now, but you figure it later on. But yeah. we have to start. We have to start from home. Everything starts from home, and we have to instill certain things in our kids from early. You know, or we can't let them get their own way too much, um, because that portray later on in life come off and disrespect to another person, or in you know, how they treat you at home, they go on the street and do the same thing. Yeah. So it's just everything just starts from home. Yeah. Not only that, too, Marlon. Like I have, time has shown me that some of the stuff my parents and grandparents told me that I thought was uh, rebellious. I was rebellious about. As you grow older, life hits you. You start remembering it. So I see it like a, a sort of prodigal son moment. Because you was told and taught it, even if you didn't accept it at the time. When you start to go through your struggles, it's like you have something to go back to and to mm-hmm. resort to. So you have a safe space. And then you start to say, ah, if I had listened, I wouldn't have been there. You understand? So you have something to go to. Even when they were telling us, we just feel like, ah, these people, these old people, I don't care. They're just harassing me. But you, you, you really appreciate it later in your life. You know, and you, you will go back to your parents and say, look, thank you, because now I understand what you were saying, you know? Another thing, a, a point I want to raise, like where women probably can help with the um, men to open up and security is that sometimes, I don't, like, women don't understand, are just talking from my and some of our, my, my friends' perspective. You go out there sometime and you face the world as a man, it's tough sometimes. And, you know, even if the world rejects you, if when you go home, especially if you make a mistake, right? You know, I especially like petty mistakes or stuff. If you do that, you always know when you screw up. And if you go home and your woman is really coming at you, sometimes it's difficult because you want that peace also and you want that support. So sometimes if you're messed up, she could just look at you. She don't even have to say anything, man. And you know, you would have to make up for this or you would change. So it's good to know that you have somebody that even if the world is against you, even if she hates what you do, she loves you and she supports you. And sometimes men don't have that. So you feel like you're, you're fighting the world and you're coming home and you have to fight with the person that should be the most important person in the world to you. And it's a difficult one to deal with. That's why some men don't even want to go home. So I'm not saying that's always the case, but it helps to have something like that, to know you have that support at home. Right. And you know, Dano, you hit the nail on the head right there. Support. Because Hold on, Marlon, I think Javette has been trying to say right. something. Hold on oh, one oh, second, oh, Marlon. Oh, 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 oh. Go ahead, Miss Javette. <laughs> Javette, go right ahead. So I have a comeback for what Donald just said, but I'm just going to leave it alone. What I want to say really is at this point when we say we're going to go back and we're going to retrain our children, we should also retrain ourselves because children learn through what they see in the home. Mm. And I, 
You got my support there. Why, Ms. Javette, why you hold back? I want to hear what you're going to say to Donald. Please, go ahead. No Marley, you, you try to start stuff tonight. Yes, <laughs> oh, no, I am. Okay. Yeah, you can't oh, get away without you. Hey, we're off the air, so what happened in Carbo's <laughs> Carbo's? <laughs> No, Marley, I'm playing the wooden spoon today. The, the recording is actually on because I think now with the house, unless you say replays off, everything is recorded. Just to let y'all know that. I hear the argument about it's hard for the men in the world and when they come home, blah, 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 blah. It's hard for us too. And I don't, I don't want it to be a, a tit for tat, but let's just start including each other in this fight for the world out there. That's mm-hmm. all I want to say. Valid point. Very valid yes, point. No, I, I agree yeah. with you, Javit. You know, I agree with you. But I was, you was, I was talking about some. You were talking about sometimes why men are so, you know, protective and stuff. I say sometimes it's because they don't think. They has that real support when they need it. And I guess it's true for women also. But that was just one of the pointers I was making. But you're you're correct. Yeah. We need to support each other. You're in a relationship with someone, are you just support each other. And listen to that person. You know, somebody come and, and she's talking to you or he's talking to you, just listen. And not because the person you know, expressing himself to you, you don't have to express yourself back. Sometimes, what does we just need someone to listen to us, man and woman? You know, because sometimes we we don't have that. And as soon as I open my mouth to say something, you know, um, I had a I had to move a hundred trailers today. You're gonna come back and say you have to fire fifty people. I don't care what people you gotta fire. This is my time. <laughs> Let me have my one minute, my five minutes, you know, because sometimes we just want to express ourselves and just... Not and one of you. Sh- <laughs> and if we keep shutting somebody up, eventually they're going to climb up. And that's the problem with a lot of relationships. We don't know how to just shut up and listen to your partner. Just listen. That's why you got two ears and one mouth. Listen. Ooh, damn, Marla. Ooh. So well, that's a really, really, that's a really, really important point, Because huh? earlier, growing up, you think you always have to help solve the problem. And as you grow older, you learn that, you know, sometimes she's speaking, you just stay quiet. Sometimes she's not looking for answers. She's not looking for anything. She just wants to get it off her chest. She doesn't want no solution. So you just stay quiet, be engaged, let her see you're listening and you're active in it. And that's it. And she feels good after. And for for for, for, <laughs> and for the some men. of these men, some of these men, oh, hold on, Donna. If you listen to a woman, you might get a you know a little patty cake later on, you know, <laughs> because you realize you're listening to her, you know. But not not say it. That's just it. But it is true. Just listen. Go ahead, Donna. 
Yeah, that was it. I say, and I, I had to learn that, you know. So it's a lot of learning taking place, huh? But, but um, that that. Um, Sorry, go ahead. Moment. But Donald, I, I, I I'm like. glad you said it's a lot of learning that's taking place. But what we have to remember is people have to be willing to want to learn. They have to be willing because ha I'm sure we've all been around people for 10 years, 15 years. It's the same thing that they're complaining about. And have you ever stepped back and said, but hold on there. They complain about the same thing. For the past 15 years they have they're the one with the problem they have to be the one with the problem everybody that has come into their life has disappeared over 15 years span you're telling me that they haven't checked themselves at some point and i'm not saying it's the case with everyone don't get me wrong but, the, but there are some of us who we refuse to do the work on ourselves. So we, we're stuck on the hamster wheel. So I'm glad you said that, Donald. Put the work in. Yeah, th those are the people, the lowest common denominator. They're in every equation, but they don't realize it. But anyhow, um, <laughs> I almost forget what I was going to say. <laughs> you getting old, Donald? You need some, uh, what is it? What was it, ginseng? Some omega tree, man. Nah, I was <laughs> laughing. The blackberry. The blackberry? Ah, don't, don't leave, leave that blackberry alone, man. <laughs> you used to get your pings, uh, Donald. Ping! Oh, <laughs> I sleep in I head of ping, I jump up, boy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, um, yeah, we're going to have part two next week, Monday. Go ahead, set your alarms. And the topic, yeah, so, go ahead, Donald. No, 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 go ahead. Go so ahead. The, the point I was making, right, is I think in a relationship, you see, when you make that decision to be in that relationship, once you make that decision, there are people that just end up in a relationship. But when you make a conscious decision to be in a relationship, you have no choice but to listen at some point in time. Otherwise, you'll be in that relationship alone, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And you owe that to the person, like, I think it comes down to the decision to tell you the truth. Yeah, you're playing around, you have Peter Warmers, whatever, but the minute time you make a decision, because once you make that decision, you know it's like a lifelong thing. It's a long-term thing. And you know you have to get the house in order. And in order to learn the person, in order to grow in the relationship, you have to listen. Yeah. You know, you have, you have to. I just think so. Which is a huge part of communication. Effective listening effective listening make sure you understand what the person is trying to relay because a lot of times sender to receiver gets distorted you're saying something donald but i'm hearing you're you're saying one thing but i'm hearing something else and the reason i'm probably hearing something else is because i'm not listening effectively i am listening for what i want to hear and i have tuned you out until you say certain words that will get my attention. So I'm not listening effectively. Effective listening is important, folks. And as Marlon said, two ears, one mouth, listen twice as much as we speak. So important. All right, so we're going to go ahead and wrap up for tonight. I have to give a big thank you to everyone. Next week, we're going to continue the conversation, how men love versus how women love. 
who is idealistic and who is opportunistic. And I think we started to realize tonight that um, either party can be idealistic and either can be opportunistic. However, it stemmed from a video that Marlon sent over to me off of Instagram where men feel that they are idealistic and women are opportunistic. They feel that men, men will love you unconditionally, whereas a woman loves you based on what you're able to do for them, provide them with. All right. So we're going to continue to break it down next week. Thank you so much to Sula in the audience and everyone else that was down there below. Thank you for your contribution via the chat. Sula, appreciate you. Uh, Virginia, Dre, Lisa, Circles, Donald, Crystal, Geely, and everyone else that was here earlier. I know James popped in and out. Um, Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for lending your voice to the conversation. And of course, to my co-hosts, Marlon, Sonette, Rosolo, and Jafet, as always, forever grateful. All right. Um, thank you. Where's Autada? Oh. Thank you. Thank you, Moments. Rosolo, you still there? She better be sleeping. We moved Donald. up. You notice we moved up um, the time slot for... Um, what you call it in her days so that we can get it out of the way so she oh, can okay. <laughs> yeah, I moved it up. Donald, oh, I just want to say it. I'm so proud of you tonight. Oh my God. Tell him like why. What, Tell him why. Tell him why. I like what you were saying, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> it was so damn sexy. <laughs> Ooh, my in trouble. You're in trouble, man. Marlon, you just lost your girl. Oh no! What did I do, Mr. Like that's that? just that's 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 just that's just tonight, Marlon. I'll take it for the night. Don't worry. <laughs> he used a one night stand, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh! Man, no, take Donald, where he really... can get till him get where he wants. Uh, <laughs> Donald was Donald. To me, Donald felt so like Donald did the shadow work. Like he went back in his BlackBerry and mm -hmm. checked things. You know that that was no, just like, sexy for me. I always reflect, right? Because um, you change, you evolve, and you look at stuff. And you always, I always is interested in why people think the way they think. I'm always curious about that. So I'm always like interested in hearing a different perspective. And then I like to critically look at myself also. And when we start to do that, you learn a lot of stuff, man. Stuff you don't want to learn, but you learn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Well, Virginia, Lisa, Sir, Donald, Crystal, G. Lee. Uh, G. Lee stays so quiet. Um, thank you all again for um, sharing in the chat, lending your voices as always. So part two next week, go ahead, set your alarms for 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, yeah, we'll be back. And of course, um, I'm sure we're going to have more to talk about. More is going to come to the surface as more videos um, come about. And we're not bashing anyone. That's not what we're doing. What we're trying to definitely do is learn, gain an understanding, gain some insight. And then based upon what we discover and what we reveal, 
we are able to make adjustments if we need to in our lives and try to pass the information on to others, right? Um, we always want to be the best versions of ourselves and those whom we care about, we want them to be the best versions of themselves as well. All right. So everyone, please have yourselves a good night or depending on where you are in the world, a good day, probably. Um, take care of yourselves. Please be safe, whatever you do, wherever you go. And I'll catch you later on in a couple of hours. All right. Going to close out the room in three, two, one. Good night, everybody. Take care. Thanks a million.